Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela, and today I have Crystal back with me today. Hello, Crystal. Hello. <laughs> um, Crystal is going to be talking about the latest cores and trends. Uh, this is, you know, we already talked about this when Crystal was on last time. We're just going to do this every time we have trends because it goes hand in hand, and I feel like it makes sense to just do it together. So that's yeah. what we're going to do today. We talked about winter trends this past week, and now we're going to talk about the cores that go along with them. And we're going we're gonna to chat about if there's correlations between them, because there's some. Um, all right, guys. So we will see you at the table. Welcome back, Crystal. Hi, thank you. <laughs> um, So here we are. We talked about winter trends last week. You um, obviously listened to the episode. And... Mm-hmm. When you were doing your research on the cores, did you notice any trends? Did you notice anything that kind of went together with the cores and the trends? Honestly, like I kind of forgot what was all the things that were in the episode. Mm -hmm. So like I just kind of like went and like harvested all of my cores and trends. I love Crystal's honesty. You guys talk too much about too many things, so I just went. Yeah, there's off a point on I'm working, and like I kind of just tune out sometimes. I'm like, yeah. oh wait, I should be listening, but like, <laughs> you know how it is. But I like, know, I know. So and then last night I was like, oh yeah, I gotta put a, put together my list. So I just kind of like went hardcore into it, and while I was doing my like Christmas drop on on uh, Poshmark, so love it. Yeah, so I I went on the the aesthetic wiki which i love the aesthetic wiki but it is like it's very strange and it's very overwhelming because there's like uh aesthetic for everything like mm. literally you can name something and there's like a core or aesthetic name for it and mm. not all of them are fashion related either too yeah so. yeah, yeah all but right yeah, they- well i guess we should just get into the first one what's what's the first one you're gonna give us well I didn't want to do like the repeats like so the first one like that was on there was like the quiet luxury minimalism I saw that on on that list and then I also saw that through like Depop and um on Deanna's Instagram like basically different ways of putting the quiet luxury minimalism like different names for it but it's all the same thing Mm. but we've obviously been seeing that like all year like that's yeah a trending thing and it's never going away <laughs> yeah I mean I think that's like kind of good for yes. you know office looks and all that and since people are going back to the office and that's kind of gonna stick around yeah but like yeah and then Y2K is for some reason still kicking <laughs> which is so funny so we were talking about this before we started recording so when we when Jen and I did our research on the winter trends Y2K really this is based off of the fashion world, right? Really wasn't mentioned. Like there might be some odes to Y2K, like the crop jackets and stuff, but it really wasn't the forefront like spring and summer um, or even last year for that matter. So it's interesting that on the cores, Y2K is still high on the list. Yes, very much so. And I think when it comes to the cores, it's more directed towards the younger crowd, the Gen Mm. Z crowd and that's why because that's what they're wearing still and I still see it a lot like in real life with younger people they're wearing it but like yeah adults usually aren't wearing 
<laughs> the, the Y2K fashion because we lived it already. We don't need uh-huh. to do it again. <laughs> no, we're, no, we're, we're all set with it. Yeah, exactly. But like, so I found a, an interesting thing too, is there's like, there's Y2K and then there's like a bridge from, <laughs> it's called 2K1 and it's an aesthetic that went from 2001 to 2004 that bridged the gap between the Y2K and the McBling era. So McBling is the second one that I found. So I'm so, like, very. Wait, what was the difference between 2000 and 2001? Because it seems all the same to me. Honestly, like, I don't know if it has something to do with the fact that, like, Y2K is technically, like, vintage. Because, like, anything 2000, I don't know, because that's 2003 is vintage so i right. don't know yeah i really don't know i guess there's like very specific styles that were <laughs> prevalent within certain years because like the mick bling it says it was popular from 2000 to 2008 then it overlaps with y2k but like i don't know like y2k mm. only went to 2004 apparently okay i don't that doesn't or, even make any sense oh wait only went to 2001 yeah i don't know i I copied it down because I wanted to <laughs> tell you about it. But that's it. just that's just interesting that they're separating it because it's just all one thing to me. Yeah, no, it I mean it is, but like technically, you know, our style evolves every year. Yeah. Even now, but like our style was evolving every year then too. So I guess maybe I'm trying to think back. When I was a freshman in high school, that was two thousand one, right? Yeah, nine eleven, two thousand one. Um, I feel like we were wearing the flare jeans. Like it was a very seventies, maybe inspired Y two K. Yeah. And then when as the two thousands progressed, I want to say like two thousand four, two thousand five, we were doing like the tunic t- uh, camis, yeah, the cardigan. Like I feel like it evolved into that. The skinny jean kind of came into play then. So maybe that's the transition that they're talking about yeah well i remember like skinny jeans were i think i want to say they were after college for me because like i was out of college in 2004 and i i don't remember that would make sense because i graduated high school in 2005 so that would make sense yeah so i don't remember wearing skinny jeans like before 2006 like i really don't think it was a thing and I like revolted against it like I was like I am not wearing skinny jeans like this is ugly I hate how this looks and then it was just like well that's all that's available so either wear your old jeans or you you wear skinny jeans I definitely wore skinny jeans in my fake Uggs in 2005 that I definitely wore that yeah with my with my American Eagle I'm sorry not Abercrombie because no one could afford Abercrombie oh no no. Um, my American Eagle tank top with a cardigan, a cropped cardigan. It was yeah. absolutely a vibe. Or Aeropostale. Oh, Aeropostale, yes. It was either Aeropostale or American Eagle because who could touch anything in Abercrombie? No, and then walking in there and the smell, like, it would knock you <laughs> yes. out. Like, yes. it's crazy. Like, Between- I could, or Hollister, <laughs> like, that would knock you yes. out too. Two of them. And then but structure yeah. would be right next to it. Oh. And then it was just even more of a smell. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. I don't it know was. how people got there. Can you explain to people what McBling is? Okay. So what? right from the website, it was Mm -hmm. saying McBling is an aesthetic that was popular from 2000 to 2008, overlapping with Y2K. Um, It was coined through a Facebook page made in 2016 by the Y2K Aesthetics Institute. What? (laughs) 
sure. I did not look that up. I did not. <laughs> um, it is often re- loosely referred to as trashy Y2K <laughs> or Y2K <laughs> fashion. Um, on social media, the McBling aesthetic went to full swing around late 2004 with the release of the movie Mean Girls and the popularization of MySpace. So, okay. okay. I See, I don't correlate MySpace with McBling, but sure. When yes, I think I... of MySpace, I think of like how emo we were and we would change oh, your yeah. song based off of our mood. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get to the emo part. But um. But for Mick Bling, like I said, think Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, Nicole Richie, Hollywood trash core, they said, uh, paparazzi. And I also added, think of early Victoria's Secret pink. Mm, that's a good way to put it. Because yeah. like I shopped there. I bought all those sweatpants with the like bling and on the, the butt. Stupid, Ugh. expensive zip ups. Oh my God. I would like save all my money and like yes. buy them because they were so cool and so mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I have so very much juicy money. couture. We'll yeah, put that so out juicy there. Couture was more expensive though. Yeah, it was. Like, yeah, so Victoria's Secret was kind of like the budget version of juicy couture. Even though it was eighty dollars for a zip up for no reason, yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. But yeah, so that's how I think of the McBling. Yeah, so juicy couture would definitely be part of that too. Yeah, um, well, that's an interesting one to use McBling because. Clearly, there's a Y2K Institute who has come up yeah, with this. I know. I know. What what the heck is that? Yes, I'm going to put way wild. more investigation into that than I ever did. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess Y2K, guys, if you're in, if that is your aesthetic of what you're selling, right, mm. and that's what the vibe of your closet is, these are things that you should be looking into because that's what's trending on all these websites right now. Absolutely, especially like Depop and stuff. Oh my God, that's that's what they're buying. Can't get into it. <laughs> can't do I it. Physically can't get into Depop because the app is still down for me. But oh no, <laughs> yeah. Welcome to uh, having an Android phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's see what was next. Oh, Dark Academia is back on the list. So but I, guess I guess that makes sense because it's fall winter, right? So like moody and the moody florals and stuff we were in the trends and um the little like grunge ode to rick owens is also trending so i can see this so another thing that kind of ties with dark academia though is uh 2000s autumn slash twilight core oh okay okay vampire core here we go yes it is they did actually mention that and it's called dark y2k um i say this reminds me of goblin core which is you know was kind of trending around the same time as cottage core first came out it's like browns dark greens gray black dark red beige earth tones it said related brands h&m american eagle and lucky brand another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So, yeah. Lucky brand? Yeah, and honestly, I've seen Lucky Brand pick up in like popularity in my closet. 
Huh. I've started picking it up again. If I can find it cheap okay. enough, I will pick up Lucky Brand. So I'm just Googling just to like see what comes up. I put in dark core fashion aesthetic. Some yeah. of it is definitely grunge. Like it's just yeah. the modern take on grunge. But then yep. there's also this very interesting dark academia um, look where it's including plaids, but just like deeper shades of plaids with gray sweaters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. It's just, it gives a, it's preppy without being like the typical preppy, I guess is the it's best Y2K way for me to describe preppy. it. It's Y2K yeah. preppy. Cause like, remember, remember those sweaters from like Hollister that they're, they're like a V-neck, like baby doll style sweater. With oh like yeah. A- yep. yep. Mm-hmm. I scored one of those recently for $40 and it had stains on it. Wow. And I was like, I picked up for a dollar and I was like, you know right. what? I'm going to try it. And that is very like Twilight Core. Like that mm-hmm. is literally what Bella Swan was wearing like in the movie. Yeah. So yeah. you look, you watch Twilight and you look at what she's wearing. Those are the things that are trending. <laughs> do, do a Google search. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bella Swan, Twilight Core. Yeah, it's, you know, I think when you hear Twilight Core and you hear Dark Academia, you, you kind of forget that the academia part is very much preppy. It's just a darker version of prep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, There was something else that, oh, so to skip down to one that I found from Deanna was Dark Romance, but that one also kind of ties into that because it's supposed to be like romantic and feminine mixed with goth like hmm. a darker goth fashion like but like pretty like lace but goth like you know just okay i can see that like almost yeah. it when i when i think of dark and lace i think of fairy like the whole yeah. fairy core like thing fairy core like hmm? that one would work too yeah because like i also remember we used to have in the the 2000s we'd wear those tank tops with like the lace the lace around the like collar yeah and we'd wear those under like a flannel or like something mm-hmm. like that. So that makes sense. That kind of, I guess that's Or you'd wear a button up with the lace cami underneath. Yes. So you could yes. see the lace cami. Yes. But everyone wore this, whether you were dressing goth or you were dressing preppy, that was it just right. the color changed of what it was that you were wearing. Exactly. So to go to like kind of the opposite, well, to like romantic and everything is like the scene in emo is back in like which was also 2000s the same mm-hmm. time period but it was a whole different aesthetic and like i was in that that group i was in the going to like punk concerts and like yeah. wearing you know let's see dc vans converse shoes and like you know pl- it was a checkerboard print and like yep. people doing their hair like weird Dickies. colors yeah, like having like the the bangs over your eye, and like <laughs> was my favorite. <laughs> the flat. And bang. I was I didn't dress emo, but man, when I cut my hair like an emo girl, I loved it. Everyone had the emo haircut at least once. Yes. Like it just happened. It I don't know. It's like it's early to mid two thousands, and we had that. And then mm-hmm. yeah, With so- the, it was like literally razor cut. They razored yeah. your hair to get it to look that way. It was, it was so bad chunky. for your hair. <laughs> Yeah, it was choppy, and then people would put, like, chunk highlights in. Yeah. Like, yeah. And people wear a ton of makeup and, like, have a ton Super of piercing. Super dark eyeliner. Yeah. Yep. 
and that and they'd wear and so also all of the characters and franchises like Hello Kitty, Invader mm. Zim, Skull Animals, Gloomy Bear, uh, those kind of things. If you look at the Dolls Kill website, it is all that. Like right now, it is basically like they do collabs with like every single one of those. Like they're go on Dolls Kill right now as we're talking. Oh, 40% off of everything. Look at that. They're always having sales. My <laughs> God. But like Dolls Kill did a Hello Kitty collab that sold out so fast. And now it's selling for like three times what they sold it for and they've also done i think they did a skull animals collab i think they did yep. invader yep. them um like all of these different characters and that was a thing back in that time too that was very seen emo people were wearing hello kitty shirts so if you want a good idea of what dark academia and this twilight core and everything is go to doll's kill and then go under new because oh, yeah. everything that Crystal's describing, like there's a skirt right here that's called the Twilight Temptation Midi Skirt. And it's ex it, it's got the lace at the bottom. It looks like it's like a regular skirt on top with some pleating. And then it's like cut in an awkward, jagged way. And then it's all lace on the bottom. Like it's yep. just everything that Crystal's describing. Oh, they have cowboy boots. Yeah. Fringe yeah. accent cowboy boots. Okay, but... Here's like the the main thing what makes them popular is there's a ton of bling on them, which we'll get to bling on here too. Um, but yeah, this is I mean, everything on here in the yeah. in the first half is emo, goth, grunge, twilight, and then it gets into like the really cutesy stuff like power um powerpuff girls. Yeah. Uh there's some Scooby-Doo stuff. Like there's okay. It's yep. what you're talking about now, where you're taking characters and you're putting it on things. Yep. And you're yep. embracing like the childhood part. Yeah. Like Care Bears. Yep. Yep. Oh well, God. Powerpuff Girls making a comeback? I, According to Dolls Kill, apparently. Wow. Like, and Strawberry Shortcake. Oh, yeah. I actually have a Strawberry Shortcake Dolls Kill dress that I thrifted. Huh. So this website is so fascinating to me because it's like so outside of the stuff that I wear and it's just not, it's not me, right? Like I would love to rock some of this stuff, but like, it's just, it's not me. And I'm not going to try to be someone who I'm not, but it's, it's, it's cool. It's you can fun. get some good inspiration on here. So like they, they push out these things so quickly. So if you want to know what's trending, like go on there and check it out. Like I wouldn't suggest buying from them because they are a shady company. But if that you are, if you want to know what to look for when you go into the thrift, like go on there, see what's new, see what's popular, and then look for those fashions. Look for vintage versions of them. Look for whatever. Yeah. Like it's cool because you can find those things. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's there's a lot on here. It's oh, a little overwhelming, yeah. Crystal. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, it absolutely is. And they, and so I'm getting like texts from them every single day now because they're on whatnot oh. and they, yeah. And they do whatnot shows every day and they're like selling all these like rare things that they haven't had in stock for a super long time. And people oh. are crazy for it. Hmm. So They don't have yeah. a storefront, right? They're just online. No, they do. I think they hmm. have maybe three or four, like they have one in New York city. They have one in like LA, I think. So, so like the major just, cities right yeah so you're not gonna find them everywhere but yeah it's kind of nuts like dolls kill shoes that's all i can say if you find dolls kill shoes they sell really well 
there's some crazy shoes they have some crazy I sold like, a pair and gems and I have a pair of like knee-high pink boots they're for me Ooh. but I've never found a reason to wear them so Halloween. I'm holding them <laughs> I'm holding on to them because I love them but like oh, what am I I'm gonna wear to look up the ones that I sold dolls kill uh I don't remember I just remember they were super high combat yeah. style like yeah. chunky when I say chunky I mean like oh yeah chunk, like, like five inch like, heels yeah yes and yeah. they sold oh, I can't find them maybe I sold them on eBay maybe I didn't sell them on Poshmark very possible it was eBay because it's not in my Poshmark um they sold for like over a hundred dollars yeah easy yeah that, that doesn't surprise me like I'm in a a group on Facebook that's like resale Dawes Kill stuff and like people will post stuff and it's it's not like they're like sold 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 like and I I've never done it because it's kind of intimidating like I'm in a few different like Facebook groups for resale but I just kind of like to see what people are interested yeah. in too yeah yeah it's market research right right yeah let's oh there's one more that kind of mixes all these things and it was it was called cybercore and it's mm-hmm. more of like a 90s early 2000 and i feel like it makes me think of like late 90s early 2000s music videos like there's because it's so there's like very like it says va- mainly various shades of gray white blue and green also other colors with chrome and gray shade um includes tight leather pants shiny clothing silver eyeshadow spiky updos oakley's gradients translucence and blob texture i don't know what that is cybercore relies on the use of technology and slick futuristic looks signaling the optimism for the third millennium or 21st century xenon what you just described as xenon i was obsessed obsessed (laughs) that was 100 xenon oh my god if you don't know if you're listening you're like what is xenon because either too young or this was not your okay. era. Xenon was a Disney movie. Oh, it's I think it is good. on Disney Plus now. Oh, is it? I think so. Okay, but Xenon, no, like, it was the future, and they yeah. wore exactly what Crystal described, shiny outfits, they were mini skirts, they were spiky hair, um, metallics, but there was also pinks and blues and purples and all of that, too. And oh my God. I also thought of LFO when you... The, the band when you said some of the things I'm like that's LFO or Justin Timberlake when he was a baby in NSYNC but we don't talk oh, about Justin Timberlake anymore he's on my bad yeah. list yep um yeah. I thought Jamiroquai um oh yeah 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 the virtual insanity video and then yeah. I was thinking of um do you remember Robin show me love that, yes like, so like I was thinking like her videos and like even some early Hanson videos the weird video um that was like they had like a really cool director come in and do it. Uh, Gus Van Sant, who was like, who did, I think he did Titanic and like he did the, the Hanson video and it was really cool and futuristic. They were like underwater and they were in a train mm. and they're like, oh, cool. So stuff like that. Then it was very like early two thousands. So yeah. I guess all of that is, but you'll find all that on Dolls Kill too. Like all the mm-hmm. freaking leather pants and, shiny stuff so and to be fair this time of year the leather pants and the shiny oh, things yeah. generally trend regardless yeah because i mean we're getting close to new year's eve and all that yeah. too holiday parties you know people like that stuff so remember how yeah. big the faux leather pant was 
in the 2000s, but then it came back, like, I would say in the last 10 years. It's mm-hmm. still a thing, but not the way that it was even five or six years ago. I mean, yeah. when it made its comeback, I was like, I'm here for it, but also bad memories from the early 2000s when we all wanted the fake leather pants, but then it didn't stop there. We also wanted the zebra print ones and the leopard print ones. It was like, it was a lot. (laughs) I'm here for it, but not for me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the leather pants in the early 2000s, if this is something that you sell or you want to source for, they're low rise, the leather pants in the early 2000s. Yeah. They're not cute. (laughs) and they're uncomfortable yes and they didn't move nicely (laughs) so when they came out with the legging that was a faux leather like yeah here for that because that's more comfortable yeah but the i I, i'd like to say i don't know if this is true or not maybe it's just not in my realm because i because of where i am in life right and like my focus in fashion is different now but i find like there's even a shift that those Spanx faux leather leggings don't do as well as they used yeah. to because people aren't really looking to that anymore. Yeah, no, no more like, well, that's the thing. Like, see these, they're saying like tight pants and whatever, but like also baggy pants are in. Like, right. Like the grunge th- side of it is that people are wearing loose pants, like baggy pants. Right. So like when I go sourcing for jeans, like, I don't even pick up skinny jeans anymore. Like I know people are still wearing them and people are still buying them, but I'm like, I have enough skinny jeans in my inventory that I don't ever need to pick up skinny jeans. Again. Right. Right. <laughs> don't worry. They'll come back in style. Just not right now. I know. Like even the super nice, like expensive brands. I'm like, I don't think people are going to wear them. Like, I don't think right. people are going to buy them. Right. So like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting because when we think of leather now, we're thinking of vintage leather, right? We're thinking of vintage leather jackets, the baggier leather pants. Like it has a different feel to it than what these cores are putting out there. But like you said, these cores are definitely geared towards a younger generation. Absolutely. Yeah. I I used to wear those like fake leather pants to the club. Me too. That was a thing. (laughs) Like, oh my God. Yeah. So uncomfortable. (laughs) The but, worst. Yeah, so I think that's all for like the Y2K, like late 90s stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Besides grunge, which grunge, you know, like you went over grunge, grunge is coming back, but like grunge in a different way. Yeah. Like grunge yeah. isn't as dirty anymore. <laughs> no, that's, I think that's a really good way of putting it. It's almost a sophisticated way to do grunge, um, yeah. which is odd to say as some, as people who grew up in a in a grungy era but so people in the 80s grew up in a grungy era too i mean it kind of transitioned over into the 90s and early 2000s um but now grunge feels when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply like the concept of grunge is there, I guess, but the way the outfits look are like, you look very well put together. Yeah. Grunge was more of like a way of life too. Cause it was like, yes, grunge people, you were into the grunge music. You had the grunge mm-hmm. lifestyle. You wore the grunge clothing. Like your, your jeans were dirty. You were unwashed. You were dirty. 
<laughs> it was just how it was. Like in I think four years in a row, I wore a plaid flannel shirt in my school picture for like middle school, high school. Like, yeah, <laughs> that was it. Like in the ball chain necklace and like the, it's just, oh my god, it's the it was not... one. Remember the choker that was the oh spikes. I have those. Yep, mm-hmm. I, it was not cute. Like it was, it's not a cute look. You, you weren't yeah. trying to be cute. You were just yeah. You know, you're trying to be cool. But now I feel like some of, because I think men do the grunge really well in today's world because they can mix almost like a unisex clothing type of vibe together. Like I see a lot of layering in the grunge now. So like maybe it's the baggy pants with almost like a kilt over it. Like it's just done differently. It's yeah. I don't, it's hard to describe. You have to, it's something that you have to visually Google and see to like visualize what grunge is today. But the the best example that I can give is because he was the king of grunge was Rick Owens. I mean, that's really where like runway fashion grunge was, it was him. That's it. No one else really does it. Yeah. No, like that's, yeah. For the runway side, like absolutely. But like, you know, the, the original grunge they'll be like yeah it was like nirvana pearl jam like you were oh, just yeah. that that was it like it was and that was my my thing for a while too i think i i hit like every single fashion thing like when i was in like middle school and high school like i just wanted to do it all and i would yeah. just i would pick a pick a look and just go with it for like maybe a week or two like i went goth for like a week i remember i wore all black and that was it like and then I I did like raver and I'm wearing all the jelly bracelets and like the big mm-hmm. jinkos and like I literally would do it all and I think that's yeah. why I, I can like kind of picture all of these things so well. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like there was also a lot thrown into the fashion space during that time period where yeah. you almost didn't know what direction to go in. No. And every day you felt like you were just doing something new to see if it fit who you were. Yeah. Yeah, try it out. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Not me today, but no, no. Like I'll I'll dress up like when I go out somewhere, like I will wear like a bright loud dress and like something crazy. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I'm like yoga pants and sweatshirts, but yeah. 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 I know yoga it's like pants you get older forever. Yep. Uh let's see. What else? I missed anything. Yeah, co- apparently cottagecore is still trending for the young people. Uh, maybe That's... it's just like a different spin on cottagecore because I feel like the gunny sacks thing isn't really happening right I was now. I'm gonna say I just don't cottagecore twenty. Let's say cottagecore twenty twenty four and see what comes up. Yeah, let's see. Sometimes like it's like, like it's hard to believe what well, what's trending. It's like really this is still a thing. Oh no, it is. Yeah. If you look, um. Yeah. Urban Outfitters has cottagecore yeah. dresses. Free People is definitely leaning on cottagecore. Okay. Um, Dolls Kill okay. even has a dress that's very yeah. cottagecore. Ah, I would say it's more Regency core, but sure, yeah. we'll go with cottagecore. It's so cottagecore is evolving. I guess that's what I'm kind of seeing. Like, it's a little different. Like when it first came out, it was like strictly like prairie dresses. Yeah. Like you were you were milking cows and you were like yeah, exactly the old, like this was this was cottagecore and now it's like cottagecore is more of like an everyday cottagecore like I can wear this dress with like 
you know, uh, puffy sleeves and pretty flowers and it's cottage core, but it's not crazy cottage core. I don't know. I can see this evolving in the spring. Yeah, it, like, I feel like it's more of a fall spring aesthetic. Yeah, I, I can't. Like I'm looking at a picture right now, and they're trying to say that it's it's dark cottage core, but it just looks like Jackie O with a dark sweater <laughs> and Uh-oh. a scarf over her head. Like that's that's kind of what I'm getting from it. But I mean, this this woman's dressed like a pilgrim. Okay, well that's and they're saying that's dark cottage core. All right. This is from the Gucci runway show, apparently. Oh. Yep, she's got a top hat. It looks just like a pilgrim's outfit. But she's oh. got a leather belt to kind of add a grungy look to it. It's like a buckled leather belt on the waist. Um well, the look could be a little bit problematic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So I guess they're trying so some of it is floral. Oh. But some okay. of it's very grungy. And I, I think it's, it looks like this is transitioning for spring okay. 2024. So the, the fact that it's already trending makes a lot of sense because people are already starting to look towards, I know winter spring. isn't even here yet, but they're already looking at spring. In the fashion world, it's already spring. Yeah, yeah, it is. If anything, it's probably summer yeah. to I them. <laughs> exactly. They're so yeah, far like, ahead. Yeah. Like the utility and Gorp core still trending according to Depop. Like I, I can see that though. I feel like yeah. that I feel like utility has always been a thing, but now with denim being so popular again and uh, that yeah. cargo pants style, like I get it. Yeah. Because that cargo pant is gorp core, but it can also transition into the whole emo grunge, grunge. look as well. Or grunge, yeah. Yeah. It can be. So it's you kind know. of like a mix. It, it it really depends on the color, right? So if you've got a pair of khaki cargo pants that yeah. you're wearing with your hiking boots, well, now you're gore poor, yeah. right? Like it just varies on what you're accessorizing it with. Or or pair it with a flannel shirt and then you're grunge. <laughs> yes, right, right, right. And you've got some kind of like crazy belt with buckles yeah. and now you've <laughs> changed the look completely. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, so, like, I feel like the two, like, opposing trends, it's, like, more, like, 90s, 2000s, and then, like, the minimalist Mm. corporate sort of, you know, minimalist, quiet luxury, corp core, which is, corp core slash, like, classic core, which is kind of, they're all, like, a minimalist, like, sort of, I don't know, like, it's sort of like an office look, but it can be, like, a casual look i don't know yeah it's kind of like what we talked about in the the trend episode where it's like uh foundational pieces basic foundational pieces that you can either dress up and wear in quiet luxury or you could just wear to go shopping for the day like a t-shirt and a pair of pleated pants and that's your outfit and that's considered quiet luxury um i like the term classic core because that really does encapsulate the whole quiet luxury look it's classic I don't yes. like corp. corp. Corp is corporate, corp. and I don't like that. You know, I know it's a little too like, yeah, a little too much for me. Not I don't fun. like that one. Yeah, but like, but they... I think it's, I think it's interesting to see that. I mean, even you, as someone who follows these cores and these trends, are seeing the divide that it's either yeah. you are minimalistic and you're in that quiet luxury realm, or you're in the loud, yeah, other end of things. Yeah, and so they said like corp core was like Kate Middleton, like 
suits mm. with Doc Martens. Like, mm-hmm. so it's like a classic look, but also like sort of blending styles. Like, because Doc Martens are also like grunge look or yep. emo. So like you're kind of taking things from the other side. Of like, yeah. But like adding them in like a, adding some of the things that, to not like be crazy weird, but like, like, oh, right. I'm a little bit fun. <laughs> Not to go totally off track, but did you see Kate Middleton's outfit this past week? No. Oh, oh my God. Been... You need to Google it. It was a red cape, which red is trending now for the winter. And she had a short dress underneath. Oh, so her, from her knee below was exposed and her legs were showing in a bunch of photos. And oh. she looked good, Miss Kate Middleton. I mean, she always looks good. She, yeah, well, I mean, that's a given because it's Kate, but... Oh, I foresee okay. that style because we talked we talked about capes in the winter trend and we talked oh, yeah. about the color red and now red that Kate the, has yeah. put it on her body, forget yeah. it. Kate is putting red on her body and a cape. <laughs> that tomato girl? Yeah, tomato. Red, tomato girl, that's right. That was the summer one. Yeah, yeah. The the one that I totally missed, but like, yeah, this is this is tomato fashion here. Yeah. <laughs> because... I mean it's like it's like a bright yeah. orange red. Yep. And then it's got a cape, so it's got that classic element to it that yep. transitions into the fall winter. But then yep. she's also it's also very modern because she's showing her legs. Yeah. Yeah, she's wearing so, like heel like really high heels too. Extremely high heels. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right. So I that look that she did this week, I think is gonna become very popular Absolutely. in that in the space of quiet luxury by having that pop of color. I think it's going to bridge a little bit of that gap because not everyone likes to wear neutrals all the time. No. Even though that's what quiet luxury is. But I think you can have fun with quiet luxury with something like Kate Ward. And well, it's make monochrome. It more like it monochrome is. is a thing. Like mm-hmm. you can just pick one bright color and just stick with it. And that's like still like a minimalistic look because it's right. one color. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's part of it. When in doubt, look at Kate Middleton's outfits. Right, there's websites that that's all they do there yeah and remember that um that instagram that mm-hmm. that lady does oh, i forget what it's called but she basically just recreates kate yep. middleton looks and like with outfits mm-hmm. yeah and it's awesome i'm like that's awesome you <laughs> and she does yep. really well with it yep yeah it, it, whenever you're confused as to like or you want to do your own research and understand why something is so popular it's probably because a royal wore it at some point or a celebrity like that's usually what it comes down to a lot of that quiet luxury minimalistic stuff is because of what kate middleton wears it's weird though because like during like the mcbling era like everyone was obsessed with celebrities and we all tried to mimic exactly what they were wearing but it was very loud in your face stuff but like now celebrities you're trying to dress people are trying to dress more like them but they're they're definitely more toned down yes <laughs> like like it's different celebrities though and it's it is we were going for like the flashy celebrities it was all like singers actors like mm-hmm. those kind Monogrammed of monogrammed everything yeah so like we were we were into that but yeah i think there's there's better role models now i guess <laughs> <laughs> more realistic outfits yeah. that you can yeah. wear um, yeah. I mean, you know, as controversial as she is, Meghan Markle is that was actually a yeah. staple of outfits. I mean, look oh, at yeah. Everlane 
And yep. I mean, Everlane's like the number one and Rothy's were the two brands that she put on the market. That was her. No one knew yeah. what Rothy's were. <laughs> she's no slouch either. Like she's, she dresses really well. She looks beautiful all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, man, it must be so like so much work to, to look that good all the time. <laughs> well, I, I, so let's, and I think celebrities in the 2000s talk about this. This is totally off topic yeah. guys. Sorry. But, um, they talked about how difficult it was for them to always have to keep up the latest things to always wear new different things every day because people were looking at them and then buying whatever it was. A lot of it was sponsored stuff, right? Like had to wear X, Y, Z for whatever reason, but there was a lot of pressure on them to have the newest craziest thing on their body because they knew that people like us were going to buy either a dupe of it or the exact same thing. Well, yeah, it's that's the whole paparazzi era. Like people would just camp outside their houses. Every time they left the house, they would take pictures of them. So we were just we were seeing them every single day, like with whatever they were wearing, whatever they were doing, you know, mm-hmm. they, and then all the like trashy magazines were printing like, oh, they wear blah 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 blah. So we're like, okay, let's go buy those things. Yeah. But it I see this happening. Um, with Taylor Swift right now too, though, mm-hmm. as I've mentioned a few times in, in the Patreon. So does she have a core? She must have a core. I mean, you could just probably write Taylor Swift core, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, or write Swifty or something like. Even so, stuff that she has worn is like completely selling out. She wore the pair of shorts with like the rhinestones on them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Those shorts sold out immediately. Like she wore them to uh, her boyfriend's game you know that one Taylor Swift's Don't boyfriend get me started as he is to me Taylor Swift's boyfriend because um, <laughs> I don't Kelsey. do sports because <laughs> I don't do sports but um yeah so those shorts sold out immediately um I actually have a few things in my closet that I've sourced just because Taylor Swift has worn that thing and like they get a lot of attention but even like Taylor Swift merchandise right now like mm. Said so she she does this thing that kind of annoys the crap out of me, but she does merchandise drops all the freaking time. So it's like her fans get FOMO because she drops new merchandise every time she has a new album, every time like like she just dropped Christmas merchandise. She um and then she had those those cardigans. So she has a cardigan for every single album she has. And people collect these cardigans, but they're very limited. So she'll drop them on the website and all the bots, like reseller bots, will buy them up and resell them for twice, three times what they paid for them. And it sucks for the fans because the fans don't actually get a chance right, to buy right. them. So, but there's no way to stop the bots. I mean, this happened with, you know... Uh, nintendo and xbox and Mm -hmm. all ps5 like they just people that wanted them couldn't actually get them because they were bought up by bots right this is the world we're in right now everything's getting bought by bots Ticketmaster, bots like everything's bought so if you find taylor swift merchandise t-shirts whatever pick it up pick it up because it'll sell i promise you it'll sell (laughs) wasn't the latest thing that she was wearing we we were we were talking about this because you posted it in the oh, discord yeah. was she had denim knee-high boots on and i was like oh my god britney spears oh yeah she's yeah the the denim on denim on denim look like yeah like britney not, spears that's yeah she, she wore friends though too and like when you see pictures of her out 
just being casual and stuff like she definitely is trendy like she mm. always looks cute and put together and you know there's there's so many pictures of taylor swift out like oh, right man, there crazy. is and I, th- I think you know if that's i think you can look to cele- certain celebrities like her and kind of get inspiration as to what people would want to wear because this person wore it um mm. It's just wild to me that that's the society that we are in America because much, yeah. it's very different in other countries. Like, yes, oh, yeah. they obviously look to um, certain celebrities and what they wear, but it, it's different. I feel like, like, take, for example, Sweden, Denmark, those types of places. Yeah. They're, they make their fashion. Like, they don't follow anything. It's whatever that they like, that they want to wear, that they find thr- like in a thrifty spot. Like it's so interesting to me how different fashion is there. It's very much about being an individual and what you're comfortable in wearing and showing to the yeah. public. Yeah. Where here, and I would say even some places in Europe, it's very focused on what's hot. Yeah, it's more sustainability, I think, too, yeah. like for them because they don't do a lot of the fast fashion. They don't right. care about that stuff. But like here it's like freaking Shein. oh my god like i can't even and like then Shein is doing a collab with forever 21 i was like oh uh, why right like right why why are we pairing fast fashion with fast fashion and like also forever 21 did a collab what was it with like neiman marcus or something one of those yeah it was like what is happening like i don't understand it because cheap sells oh it drives That's- me nuts and I try to like it's like you try to educate people like how bad it is, but people outside the reseller world like oh they don't get it don't understand. We're like Shein is bad. Never ever buy them unless it's in the thrift store, then feel free to buy it because obviously it's gonna get thrown in the trash. So mm-hmm. but the thrift store needs to price it at a reasonable price. And not nineteen ninety nine. Because I I will buy secondhand Shein if it's something cute that I like, but not for ten dollars. Right. You know, it probably right. cost two dollars, and somebody made it for two cents. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not gonna pay more than that. I'll pick it up in the bins or whatever. But I'm like, why? Like, it, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going on a on a tirade. We, we digress. Like, yeah, you know how we do. <laughs> Just very passionate about fashion. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got for us crystal yeah um i wait i think we've gotten through all of it because like nice the other ones were were repeats yeah so yeah name yeah. some repeats so we got um the grunge the utility gorp core cottage core dark academia quiet luxury minimalism yeah. and y2k obviously yeah interesting the trends haven't really changed either with the exception of like a few spring summer specific ones that we talked about they really haven't changed which goes along with exactly how fashion has been this year it hasn't really changed much yeah um but it feels like it's leaning more and more towards that minimalistic vibe and it could be because more people are going to the office it could be because maybe as a society we want to dress up more maybe we're going back into that direction um i do love that in all of these cores and trends there's an element of like wearing real pants <laughs> you know what i mean like 
Not that yeah. I want to wear real, real pants. I know that yeah. I am wearing real pants right now, but yeah. like, <laughs> I like that that's the direction that it's going in because it makes you feel like when you go back in time and you look at those photos in the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s. Yeah. You just like can't even help but admire the yeah. way society was and the way people used to dress. Yeah. It was very put together. That. Yeah. It was very classy, put together. Mm-hmm. But like they didn't have really any other option, so I don't no, know. like they didn't have sweatpants. So I feel bad for them. This is true; <laughs> they did not have sweatpants. They had nightgowns with robes, right? And that was about it. Um, <laughs> so I have a question for you, Crystal. Since sure. you listen to the trends video, and you know this is you love vintage. That that is that is your baby. As much as you sell modern, vintage is your baby. Yeah. Yes. Um, how do you feel about all of these vintage inspired things kind of coming back into style, like the top handle bag, right? The wool and cashmere coats. It doesn't matter what, what brand it is like that element of class, like, and even the dresses, the dresses are very, um, I would say modern, but they have like an, uh, a look to them that could be vintage inspired. How does that make you feel as a vintage seller? Like, do you feel like you, you can kind of embrace all this a little bit more going into the winter months i i like the fact that like that's trending because honestly it's getting harder to Mm. find good quality vintage pieces because you know as we get further away from that era like there's less and less available so like that people are doing like reproductions and stuff like that that's awesome because then we can kind of keep that fashion Mm -hmm. aesthetic but also like you know, not everybody gets to like do actual vintage fashion because there yeah. wasn't as many sizes. There wasn't, you know, it was different. And as much as I love, love, love vintage clothing, like most of it doesn't fit me. <laughs> and like, yeah. if I, I buy a lot of reproduction dresses, like, you know, um, mod cloth does a lot mm-hmm. of stuff like that. And like, there's different brands within mod cloth that have awesome stuff that you could probably find a lot of vintage inspired stuff on. So I'm cool with that. I like that idea. Yeah. yeah. I think it's as a vintage seller too, and you can agree or disagree with this, but I think it allows you to be a little more creative in the things that you're picking up as well. Like I, I loved the idea of top handle bags coming back and like the evening wear bags becoming more of a daytime look like the clutches and stuff because I feel like there's an abundance of this stuff especially the accessory side of it that usually just ends up going to the landfill because people are like when am I going to use any of this this isn't practical yeah it's like heartbreaking to think about that like hats and bags and stuff like I have like a death pile of vintage hats right now and uh I need to get those listed because I feel like like they're always kind of trending like People yeah. still wear them, but like my biggest hangup is I photograph them and I have nowhere to put them that yeah. like makes sense for me. And it's so a delicate I, yeah. thing too. Hats are super delicate yeah. too. So I just bought like this thing on Amazon. It like, it's like a macrame hat holder and it has like oh. clips on. They're like soft clips though. So they won't like dig into the hat. Oh, and nice. 20 hats or something. So I'm going to try that. So we're going to see if I can list some more hats. <laughs> Yeah. I just think as a, as some, as people who are listening that really love vintage, I think the, that whole like quiet minimalistic style really plays to the vintage side of things, especially like 
right now going into winter season, the trench coats and stuff, the cashmere, the wools. We were just talking about this before we started recording. I found a, um, a Harrison Tweed um, coat and I wish I would have bought it, but there was too many, it was too damaged. Um, but like, those are the things that people want modern day that they honestly, you you can't afford the, the no. same thing in today's market because it's priced at like a thousand dollars. Um, and these pieces you can find at the thrift store, you know, we're, we'll say on the, on the low end, 15 to 25, maybe $30. And you would make someone very happy with this original vintage piece, even selling it at 200, $300. Um, because that quality today by some other brand is close to a thousand dollars. And that's just the way that it is. Um, and I think, for those of us who live in climates that, I mean, in areas where the climate gets cold in the winter months, you find a lot more of this stuff. I just think of the New Hampshire bins, Crystal, when I think oh, of like yeah. all of these vintage things that we're talking about. And if you are a bin shopper, maybe you're a live seller on top of it and you can find all these pieces, kind of curate a look and, or do a drop like you just did for Christmas, right? Photograph and do a drop. Like yeah. now is your time to shine for all that. Because those yeah. quality pieces in modern day, you can't touch it. No, like when I go to the bins, like I usually go to the bins like right around my birthday, which is in January. And I will, um, that's when I kind of start picking up more heavy winter stuff because like, I feel like people are shying away from it. Mm -hmm. So like, I usually get all the coats, the snow pants, whatever, like, and then I'll just put them away for like next winter to, to list. Like it, like if you go to the bins, like always look for whatever's like the opposite season. Yes. Like, cause that, that's what you're like, people are not buying that stuff. So you're going to be like rolling in it. You're going to find everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just think the bins are, especially if you want to adventure and try some of these things that we've talked about, like maybe you want to try some of the Y2K th things. Maybe you want to try the Mick Blink, go for it. Um, but I think the bins are like a 99 cent day, something like that is the best way to try it because you don't want to get stuck with these very trendy specific things, especially the Y2K stuff, and then it not sell and you'd be stuck with it for like two, three years. Oh my God. Yeah, that's the worst. Like you buy something because you're like, yeah, this is so in right now. And for some reason, your item just doesn't sell, right. whatever it's maybe priced too high or whatever it's a smaller size or something and it's like okay like I have things in my closet that I've had for like four plus years and Crystal. I know some people are just like get rid of it but I'm like dude I've already photographed this <laughs> and it's here and it's in a bin and it's in my inventory I'm like let's just let's just let it happen so how about yeah. you do a live sale in your shed of all yeah. of those items once I can get internet I will because I don't have, I don't have Wi-Fi in my shed yet. So okay. Well, once that happens, you're <laughs> gonna pick a, you're gonna pick a core or a trend, and you're gonna pull those items, and you're gonna do a live sale. You know what? Those things might come back in fashion by the time. <laughs> by the time it sells, yes, it might. <laughs> oh my god! I can only say that because I love Crystal, and we've been friends for a long time. She can tell me how it is. <laughs> Well, I hope you guys found this helpful. Thank you so much, Crystal, for coming back on and talking to us about what cores are out there. And it seems like just like with our fashion trends the last two seasons, they kind of stay in the same. They're not changing too much. So it will be curious. I'll be curious to see 
what spring and summer looks like because I think it will start to slowly change spring and summer. I hope so. I'd I'd like something new to look at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or some celebrity would do some wild thing and then that becomes the trending thing. Yeah. <laughs> like a Kylie Jenner or someone someone ridiculous will do something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right guys. Uh thank you so much for listening and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye.